Listener Production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 1st of June. Okay then, it's Haynes Go. Here's Mike with the sponsorship stuff before we find out what year Hayne will take us back to and see if we remember anything from that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. All right, Ando. Yeah. First of June. We've done a lot of shows on the first of June. We had we've done shows on the 2007, 2009, 2010, 2012, 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. We did not do shows on 2008, 11, 13, 14, or 15. And we don't know yet whether we did them in 2006, 5, 4, because we've lost Still the a archive. Mystery. Still a mystery. <laughs> yeah. You'd even money for 06. <laughs> I tell you what, there's a lot of as always. There's a lot of stuff that came up. Full show? Did, did we were we lazy that day, or was it chockers? No, it was, the one I picked is absolutely chockers. Okay. 2007 looked like we were a run of the mill. Anthony Lapaglia <laughs> was on, so it gives you a bit of an idea. You know, you're like, oh yeah, we'll probably for without a trace. Great call. It doesn't say, but you, yeah, we've it's the one thing. It's in the notes from that show. Yeah. Yep. Um, he was only on for one break. Okay. So that's usually a sign that someone's <laughs> like a. Didn't, ah. Nice to chat, Anthony, but, yeah. well, you know, I didn't come on fizzing, Mike. Yeah. You, you always tell him. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. You don't know how Anthony Lepuglia really, really? is? No. Is he a footballer? No. Oh, not bad. <laughs> he does, he, didn't he own Sydney FC for a while? Yeah, a very famous Australian actor. Hugely oh, famous Australian Lantana. actor. Lantana. Hugely famous. Yeah. Most famous Australian actor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird that you don't know him. No, he's Jonathan Lepuglia, a host of Survivor's uh, brother. I think he's yeah. his big brother. But Jonathan was the, you know, the lesser brother. Survivor. As far as famous. Survivor famous. helped Jonathan significantly. Yes. Is Jonathan the current host of Survivor Australia? Australia yeah. yeah. Have no idea. Sorry. Not we... familiar with the Lepuglias. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I'm, <laughs> glad I, I'm glad I didn't take us back to 07 to relive Anthony Lepuglias' <laughs> interview. Another, another famous uh, duo, mm. although they're not officially recognised as a duo, that wandered through our doors mm. June 1st, but this time in 2009, mm. uh, we had Ian Thorpe oh, wow. on the show. We also had Mika. Oh. On the show, the, the singer. Again, not what I picked. Yes. And, uh, he, you know, he sings Big Girls, You Are Beautiful. Yep. And uh, what was the other? Grace Kelly. Grace Love Kelly. Today. Grace Kelly was yeah, the huge. That was, huge that was he was a nice he, fellow. He was a lovely guy. I think yeah. he did it live. I think he did Grace Kelly for us live and yeah. blew the roof off. Yes. Right? But you haven't picked that. Haven't picked it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I hope this move. date comes up again. Do you know, I'd happily go back to do you know what, Do you know why I haven't picked it? Because mm-hmm. then I saw what, where we were in 2010 on mm-hmm. June 1st. We're on the Caravan of Courage. Oh, Great Britain and Ireland. Yeah, Great Britain and Ireland. And on this particular day, mm-hmm. this was the day that we pulled into the castle, the haunted <laughs> castle. <laughs> we pulled into a place Castle called, Lep. Castle Lep in a place called Roscray in Ireland, mm. which I'd, I'd forgotten the name of it. Yep. But... If you remember, when we were on the caravans of Courage, Mike, like we'd, we'd, we'd drive, 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 record, record, record. And they the were sh- insane days, Mike. Like very long days. We'd wake up. I mean, you would, we'd never be, we, we, we'd never have the energy to do it these days. No. Oh, my but God. But essentially we'd wake up. Always hungover. <laughs> super early. <laughs> drive for 
several hours. And Andy was always first in the driver's seat, just be like, <laughs> we've got to make good time, we've got to make good time. And we always had stops where we were like, we want to go to this place mm. and record something. And uh, oh, for people who don't know, the Caravan of Courage was a trip we did from mm. the bottom of Ireland. We started in Cork. Yeah. Popped the cork. Popped the cork and <laughs> popped it back in in London. Did a lap. Did, Did a lap. Went of... all the way through Ireland, took a ferry to Scotland, then came back down to London right. and we filmed it at the same time. But Filming this... it for, for, for a TV special. But every day, it was two weeks and wherever you stopped, you did the radio show. So whilst we were in the castle mm. for this show, it was not like, you know, we hadn't done anything at the castle. Because remember we just got to the castle. We were staying at this haunted castle, Mike. It was like a thousand-year-old castle. <laughs> yeah, I remember this on TV. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, had, we, it had what's called an oubliette. Was yeah, it? yeah, that's right. Dungeon, <laughs> where you just push people in and it's just a three-story hole. Wasn't yeah. there something where, like, did one of you do a fart and you were trying to see it on yeah. the ghosts? <laughs> so we, was, <laughs> well, we had all this, like, well, we say ghost-busting equipment, but <laughs> there is no such thing. <laughs> Because well, we spoke to a fellow who said, and he goes, you "Get a thermal imager." Yeah, yeah, we and that's this, so. This is the we were. This is the so we recorded the show the afternoon or the mm. evening of knowing that that night we were going to camp out in the haunted castle, wait to see the ghost who allegedly like made an appearance every night and yep. could thermal image the ghost. And on, if I remember correctly, Ham, on the top level, yep. the roof had caved in, so. We were up there. It was bloody cold. It wasn't a it wasn't a top quality castle. And the elements were coming in, and we'd taken the sleeping bags. Up we were there. on hay. <laughs> we were on hay. And in modern times, we were on hay. <laughs> we uh, were sleeping on hay. And we the plan was to stay through the night, yeah. which we did. Didn't search for the ghost, and you had the thermal yeah. image. And then it wasn't happening. And then we just tried to thermal image a fart. <laughs> But anyway, this... <laughs> not, this not the first time one of you has had to fart on the other person for a prank. No, we, didn't, been, like, we didn't fart on the other person. I mean, we're in close proximity, though. <laughs> but yeah. not that, you're right, not the first there time that the we've t- we've wanted a fart to come <laughs> yeah, out. like with the fish and chips. Yep. yep. Yeah. When we were testing to see how fast food went through me to see if Andy could smell what I'd eaten. <laughs> so, but anyway, you're about to hear audio from, from a couple of guys that hadn't done that yet. We're as okay. old as we'd ever be before doing that thing because it was the afternoon of... What, what I was going to say, Mike, was we would... Stay in a place, but you'd reflect the last twenty-four hours. Of course. So whilst we we're at the castle, yes. we were actually reflecting what would had what had happened for the previous twenty-four hours. And I'm going to throw two things at you here, Ando. We've met the matchmaker. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this guy called Willie Day. I think the, his name. Okay, was. I couldn't. And he was this that. Irish matchmaker, mm. and he had this. He was. A, he was had this amazing. Stam going. <laughs> really. Yeah, but he was well, well known in all the area to find the perfect match for a man or woman. And he was just like, I can kind of connect you. Yep. And do you know? Have a listen. I've got a little bit of him to jog your memory. Okay. I totally forgot this. Yep. And and I saw it written down here on one of the run sheets. He he also had something to do with horses, and we did it like a horse based. Do you remember this? No. Did it, no, neither do I. Did a horse based chat with him. Mm-hmm. But this will give you an idea of what this guy was like. As well as being a champion matchmaker, Willie was also a horse whisperer. So he took us out to his stables to show us his horses and give us some tips for meeting the perfect lady. Would you say that women are a bit like horses in any way? Are there any similarities between them? I think so. There are the two similarities that I would see is that they love to be tickled in the ear. Mm. Yep. And the other <laughs> thing that they dislikes then is when a horse is eaten. It's always best to stay away from them because they're quite aggressive when they're eating. And like girls. The same women, for women? Women, when they're eating, after coming back from work, you don't ask them anything and don't impose on them at that time. Yeah. Okay. They can kick, well, they wouldn't kick like the horse. That's women. That was his advice. I don't, I'm, and 
you listen back to that and you're like, what an absolute bad man this yeah. guy was. Just dragging like, but that was Caravan of Courage. You know, you're out in a field, you're in a barn with some Irish guy telling you about the similarities between horses and women. But well, the difficult thing that people probably wouldn't know is obviously we, you know, we think we go, we're going to start in Cork and we're going to drive all of Ireland. And you have to stop somewhere because yeah. you have to record a show, a live radio show. Yeah. But often there is nothing. Yeah. In that stretch. Yeah. No, the so idea, of course you're talking the, to Mad Willie. The, the idea that just putting a microphone <laughs> under anyone will produce gold radio because you have to be on the side of the world is a complete lie. Yeah, like exactly. It's, you, it's so much chance just going down to Westfield and going, excuse me, sir, could you be five out, five minutes of entertaining radio? Yeah. It's kind, you, you kind of get what you're given. And some days were tougher than <laughs> They were. But I, I loved Willie. I listened back though to Willie when he was like, don't get near a woman while she's eating. Mm. And I'm like, geez, actually. Yeah. I mean, I'd only been going out with my now wife mm. for about... About six months at the time, right? And I was, I was like, oh, what's he talking about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. Jeez, that's that's, he's that's good. sage advice. He's good. That's really good. Do not get. A, that's smart. Don't get near my wife while she's eating. That's very smart. Do you know we, the other thing we do on the show is we went on dates with girls. We both had girlfriends at the time. And Hang we, on, we went we, on. Yeah, he set up speed dating, and you and I dated. No, we went. We like. We like. We like had a segment where we were like dating girls. Right. I don't know what we thought we were doing. <laughs> like, I actually listened back to that. I haven't listened to the break we're about to listen to, yeah. which is what I wanted to introduce you. And I thought, look, I want to play this because I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. I, I have no recollection of this night. Do you remember the night before we were in a town and we went to a pub and I played the tin whistle? Mm-hmm. Mm, I do. I don't remember that at all. It was in with a band. Yeah, did I play with a band? Yes. That's what it says here. Night before, there's like a flashback. Last night, Hamish and Andy went out in Doolin. Hamish played Tin Whistle in an Irish band. <laughs> <laughs> we went also surfing in Doolin. Right. And it was so cold. Yeah, that's right. We were covered in... We covered ourselves in butter, in butter because we seen people put lard on them when they crossed the English Channel. That was the best we could hope for. And we went out there to try and surf and it was just so cold. But it's remember... Dumb. And after, we can't surf. Remember after that... One of our many showers. We, we, had, a, we had this shower together to try and get the butter off. <laughs> at, right? the, at this caravan park, they'd gone and bought like three bottles of Jif because we were like, get something that is like a grease remover yeah. because soap won't get butter off. We're in separate cubicles <laughs> but at the local caravan park and we and did, we we ended up. Someone had to go back to the supermarket to get dishwashing detergent because yeah. we couldn't get the butter off. I think we were even scouring our skin like with steel wool because we're like, <laughs> we've got to do two more weeks on the road. We're just like greased up pigs. So anyway, that was Doolin. Then we went out that night right. to to the pub. All right, here's the bit I want to play. This is this is the bit I haven't heard yet. Mm-hmm. I have not heard the night of the tin whistle <laughs> gig. But before we before we queue it up. Mm. Mike, you've got a bit of sponsorship gear you need to do. Mm-hmm. And we'll hear some whistling after this. How do you feel that went, Mike? I thought it went good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're very good at this. Um, okay, now speaking of very good, shall we find out how the gig at the Irish pub went? The 1st of June, 2010. Hey, Miss Annie on the Caravan of Courage, Great Britain and Ireland. Castle Lep. And Ross Cray. Hey, last night went out in Doolan. Wasn't it sensational? It was. It's it's regarded uh, the place we're in last night, sort of on the left hand side of mm. Ireland, mm. on the coast, and it feels like the whole town is a themed village. It does. Although that's a bit racist because they are just it's Irish. It just it feels does. like an Irish themed village, but yeah. I suppose we are in Ireland, so 
it's, that's just going to be what it looks it's like. It's just a normally themed village <laughs> for them. Hey, it was, we went into a pub last night, tight pub. Yeah. Uh, you know, just for an, about our six hundredth roast meal. Yes. That's uh, all we eat here, just roasts and Irish stews. The music they're playing, it's similar to what you'd hear at Bridie O'Reilly's. Or the, the lower decks uh, the, of the Titanic. The Irish-themed pub, pubs in Australia. Yeah. But the um, the level of enthusiasm towards it is far greater than you have in Australia where you go, oh, why is that guy oh, still God, fiddling? Man. How sorry do you feel for this guy? <laughs> yeah. Why is he on the violin? No, Everyone is, was this, so into it. This is proper decks underneath the Titanic. Hope we don't drown. Uh-oh, we're going to. Who cares? Have a bit of fun. Have a bit of fun. It was it was knee-patting, uh, thigh-slapping, yeah. foot-tapping goodness. Wasn't it? And, and then it just got better. Well, I disagree. A local... Idiot. Tin whistle enthusiast happened to be in town Not last a local, night. An international, an international nonce. star, the Andre Ryu of tin whistling. Yeah, and the local Peter Andre of tin <laughs> whistling. <laughs> Peter Andre Ryu. Well, I'll bet you halfway. <laughs> Just have a listen here, guys, uh, as Hamish the Chappell town of Doolan absolutely me, rises as one. They were speechless. Let me say, You'll hear a moment in this where they literally they couldn't clap. They were so amazed. They didn't clap. Yeah. Let me please paint the picture, and I'll be fair. A pub loving the Irish music. Yeah. A nervous international part-time tin whistler. Nervous because I won't sure if they're ready for it yet. <laughs> in the wings. You'll hear Hamish, he's been sitting there for about 15 minutes because they don't have really length to these songs as <laughs> jab, <laughs> waiting for an opportunity to get up. This is what went down. <laughs> Do you want me to just kick it off? Yeah. And we'll see if you guys know it. How's it going, everyone? Um, I'm new. I've only, I've only had this for about six hours, so just a bit of sure, sure you missed the, you missed the complexities. Venga bus. Yeah, Venga bus. The Venga bus is coming. All right, thanks very much. Thanks a lot. Always whistle, kids. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Whistle do the trick. Well, I can. It's a little clearer why I don't remember it. Because I was looking at it going, playing tin whistle with a band? You'd think I'd do that. I now, with, now with a band's unfair. Yeah, it's near a band. Near a band. After a band. <laughs> Pretty generous crowd in hindsight. Because I think for also, now it's jogged my memory. And the, the whole point of the remembering project works because yeah. it's jogged my memory. When I said on stage, oh, I've only had this for six hours because I had bought the tin whistle. This mm. was very the start of our trip. I must yeah. have bought it that day. And I'd been practising in the car. And it's because the Timbus was like a little recorder. Well, being a bus was actually quite good. I got that. But you obviously certainly weren't conf- confident enough with it. You did like no, no. one and a half riffs before <laughs> jumping up and going, being a bus. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was popcorn. What do you mean? I'll take that too. <laughs> I thought it was that. Then he said Venga bus. I was like, oh, I'm, okay. I, I think the first thing I was trying to play was Danny Boy. 
Yeah, <laughs> which I thought would be a hot, but, I obviously but, thought would be a home ground classic. But the nerves were so much that no wind was coming. <laughs> no, too, much, too much wind. That's the difficult thing about the tin whistle from now that I remember. It needs to be a gentle flow and the adrenaline's racing. Gusto. <laughs> too much gusto. You're in You're in an Irish pub, you know, they're thick, thick-armed men with small violins and you can just see one about to be busted over your head and the... It was just a just a, an absolute tornado came out of my mouth, honked it, <laughs> blew it apart, blew the valve. That's great remembering. Oh, though. great trip! God, great couple of days. Listener.